Hey guys, it's Nate. Uh, gonna give you a little heads up about this episode. It was a good one. Uh, it was with a gentleman named Vince Field, and he wrote a pretty kick-ass book about astral projections and shit like that. Um, I'm retarded, and I kept getting remote viewing and astral projection confused in my head. Uh, and actually, before Vince Field explained to me, I kind of thought it was the same thing. Uh, so, you're going to hear me asking confused questions until he finally gets what the fuck I'm saying and corrects me. Also, my cat won't shut the fuck up. So that's not your cat dying. That's my cat not shutting the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> my wife's over here laughing. Uh, anyways, this was a pretty good episode. Vince is a pretty awesome guy. You should check him out. I think he's got a YouTube channel, and maybe you should consider buying his book. Anyways, thanks, Vince, for coming on, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Bye. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars Podcast, and I'm your only host today, Nate. I don't know what Tony's doing, and we have the great Vince Fields on. Uh, Vince, you wrote an interesting book about some interesting topics, man. I'm really into it. I'm sorry. What the hell is it called? <laughs> when you asked for projection. Yeah, man, that stuff is wild. Uh, dude, this is the first time on your on our show. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, where they can find you? Yeah, sure. So um, earlier this year... I published a book called Astral Projection and Lucid Dreaming, Spiritual Revelations and Out-of-Body Experiences in Higher Dimensions. And uh, this book basically contains um, a lot of my experiences um, with astral projection and lucid dreaming. And, um, you know, you can find it on Amazon.com. And, uh, yeah, I'd just like to share some of my experiences with you guys. Maybe, um, you know, give you some tips and tricks if you're interested in having these experiences yourself yeah cool dude like so i told you at the beginning i was or when we were talking before that i was going to tell you my one experience that i had as far as astral projection and i actually think that i might have a couple um i've definitely had outer body experiences when i was a kid like i definitely had those and that that was an interesting feeling and i tried to describe it to people and they thought it was nuts but uh the one astral projection experience that I have is not me experiencing it. It's that I, I used to work at this giant fucking corporation and this guy used to come up to me all the time. Uh, he was a tall, slender black man with, with dreadlocks and he had a crush on me and he would come and talk to me every day and he had black nail polish and he always had like a pendant of an owl on him. And thinking back on it now, I think it, there's definitely some cult shit going on with the big owl and the stuff. And I, you know, cause I was total normie back then. I didn't know how to look for that kind of symbolism, but uh, he would come and tell me about his astral projection and he had a book on it and he would read it every day, like on his break. And he would tell me that he would come and watch me while I was in my room at, at home and stuff. And I was like, dude, can you not do that? And he's like, you're just so handsome, <laughs> terrible things like that. So it, Needless to say, if I had thought he could actually do it at the time, I might have like, like punched him or something. But like, I thought he was like 
this guy's crazy. But now I'm kind of more open-minded. He might, he could still be, he could be watching me right now. I have no idea. I haven't talked to him in a few years. So um, do you want to give us the basics on the, yeah, on astro projection? Like how would you describe it? What is it exactly for, I mean, I think my audience knows what the hell this is, but like, let's talk about it. Well, it is essentially a, a type of out-of-body experience in which your consciousness enters higher dimensions of reality. And these higher dimensions are commonly called the astral dimensions. And uh, essentially, reality exists uh, in an entire spectrum uh, of different levels or layers of, of dimensions. And a dimension is essentially uh, a particular level of reality that exists at a particular uh, range of, of frequencies. And so um, you can consider the physical dimension, this physical world to be like the base level of our system of reality. And so during astral projection, uh, you project into higher dimensions. And um, so, you know, hearing this story about your, your ex coworker, uh, I mean, I would be suspicious of it, just having the knowledge of, <laughs> of you know, astral projection myself. Um, because the thing is that uh, these um, out-of-body experiences don't take place in the physical dimension, in the physical world. You're okay. tapping into other dimensions. And um, there are similarities between some of these dimensions with the physical world and typically... Uh, the closer the dimension is to the physical dimension, um, the more similar it is to the physical world. And there's, there almost seems to be a type of um, reflection, an energetic reflection cast into these higher dimensions. So consider the dimension um, just slightly higher than the physical dimension. Well, that will appear almost identical to the physical world. And, and you'll you'll see um, essentially a re reflection of people uh, alive in this physical world, um, but you're not actually perceiving the physical dimension. Um, so it, it is possible to to observe, um, you know, things happening in this physical world, but you're not actually directly perceiving the physical dimension. So there may be aspects that are a little different and the higher uh, the dimension uh, you get, the farther away from the physical dimension you project, the more different the reality becomes. And so when you start to access these really higher dimensions, it just, it's totally different from anything you could imagine, you know, using uh, physical concepts. That's really interesting, man. So is it almost like, okay, so, but there are similarities if you're like, if you're, let's say you're one dimension away things are, can be very similar, but, but, but there are going to be some differences. That's fascinating because like, I, I think about like the MK ultra stuff. I think about like what the Russians and the American government were trying to do to each other, trying to spy on each other, right. That they would like try to send some like psychics to like explore the KGB and find out what they were up to and things like that. And that's kind of like what you get in that, that oh, what's that TV show, stranger things, right. Where they were trying to like, have her astral project into the, into the Kremlin, right? They were trying to have her like listen to the Russian agents and stuff like that. That's fascinating, but it's not going to be the same. You're saying that there might be some similarities. 
And because yeah, I know another thing that I'm oh, sorry, I'm going jumping all over the place. Go ahead and I'll jump after. Um, well, uh, what you're referring to with, um, you know, the, C the CIA and things like that, um, that's commonly called remote viewing. And that's a little different remote from viewing. astral projection okay. gotcha. um, because that's more of a, like an ESP or a psychic ability uh, where you basically um, retrieve information from this physical dimension. And it's more of a, gotcha. a pure mental uh, type of ability. So you're not, your consciousness isn't entering other dimensions. Um, so it, it, that's a little different. Gotcha. Does that take a specific type of skill? Like maybe not everybody can do that, but maybe everybody can astro project, or is this just a small population that could do either? Um, well, I don't have much experience with remote viewing personally. I mean, I've read books and researched it. Um, uh, but yeah, there are, um, you know, different, um, you know, processes involved in terms of, you know, your mind and your consciousness and what takes place during these experiences. Um, and the thing is with astral projection, this is actually a, a natural um, phenomenon that takes place every time we go to sleep. Uh, mm. Our consciousness projects into other levels of reality, but typically we're unaware of that because, uh, you know, we're unconscious, we fall asleep. And essentially, uh, a conscious astral projection or out-of-body experience uh, is simply being able to maintain awareness as your body falls asleep. And then you experience this natural process of the consciousness uh, projecting into these higher dimensions. And... So, yeah, like remote viewing, this isn't going to be like a natural phenomenon like that. So it will probably take a lot more like development and maybe some kind of um, natural yeah. uh, ability. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, another question I have is like, so how real are these other dimensions as far as like, are, are there like things that live there that like live their day-to-day -day lives? Like they're on this side. So like maybe we astral project, we're going to this other dimension. Do we affect like other beings lives and stuff? Do we screw things up maybe? Or do you think like, see, I have like a really violent dream where I like kill a, <laughs> kill a village or something terrible like that. Did I actually do that? Is like okay, some, so, some other place like in torment. I, I gotcha. Well, now we're getting into the difference between astral projection and lucid dreaming uh, mm. and, and even just dreaming. And so essentially dreams and lucid dreams take place in a type of subconsciously created uh, reality. Um, whereas astral projection um, takes place uh, in these dimensions which exist beyond our own mind, beyond our own, um, you know, subconscious mind and, and influence. So these are there um, always. Whereas, yeah, the lucid dreaming environment, the dreams, um, this is the subconscious mind uh, creating this environment. And so like during these experiences, lucid dreams, um, you have a lot of control over the experience. Like you can manifest anything you want, have any experience you want essentially. Um, and that's not so much the case with astral projection because your subconscious mind it's, it's not creating the experience. And so it doesn't have as much influence over the experience. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, I've definitely had experience with lucid dreaming. Um, I, I still kind of can, if I, I don't, um, I haven't tried to in a long time, tried to like take control of a dream, but I definitely have, um, 
I've definitely done that in the past, which is fascinating. Uh, so that's in my head. That's like a projection going on. Like I'm watching a movie almost. And then I can like, how, how would you explain lucid dreaming exactly? Okay. Well, um, in my experience, these all take place, um, not just in your head, but you are in a type of, of non-physical, uh, reality. Um, and so it is essentially a type of out of body experience. Um, the, the difference is where exactly um, your consciousness is situated um, in uh, non-physical reality, because um, there are many different uh, levels and layers, and um, and you can be in multiple, actually multiple levels uh, simultaneously, and not even be aware of it, uh, because the way our conscious mind currently works is like we have one particular focus, and you know, imagine trying to perceive multiple levels of experience simultaneously, uh, it would seem almost impossible. Uh, it is possible to do that. And I've, and I've done that and, and I can do that. Um, but it's really hard to, to process everything, especially as you start to experience, um, you know, more than, than two, uh, levels simultaneously. And, um, and so, uh, what happens is you can be in the astral dimension um, but um, you're simultaneously experiencing um, projections of the subconscious mind almost superimposed over that astral reality. And so your experience is you're essentially in a completely different um, level of, of experience. Interesting. OK, um, I'll, I'll tell you another thing about I wish I remembered my coworker's name. He was an interesting guy. In fact, if I still knew his name, I'd probably try to get him on the show and talk to him about this. Um, but he would also, so there, like a few years ago, there was a little boy that went missing from a school and everyone kind of suspects his stepmom for killing him. His name was Kyron Horman and no one ever found him. And so he was like, he was trying to solve the case doing astro projection. He was trying to like, trying to, I don't know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, is that a useful tool? Can you actually solve things like that? And like, well, I would imagine that uh, remote viewing would be um, more in line with that particular um, goal. Hmm. Um, you know, retrieving information about the physical world. Um, but you know, in astral projection, you can um, you know access these higher dimensions in which um, you you have a, a connection with um, a higher level of consciousness and through this higher level of consciousness flows um, knowledge and insight and, and truth uh, about, um, you know, the nature of reality. And um, so you can gain uh, insights, real true insights from these experiences as well. So, so, I don't doubt that uh, it's possible to, you know, obtain information about this physical world through these experiences. That's interesting. I'm sorry. In the background, you're going to hear my cat yelling for some reason. He won't <laughs> shut up. Uh, uh, but so let me see here. That That's fascinating, man. And I, I do think about that. Like, I, I think some terrible things like can have lasting effects on our reality and i think in the dimensions around us like 
like there's a certain part of the Bible where it says that like uh, when someone is like murdered or something, the blood, like some terrible atrocity happens. This is like the blood cries out and kind of like screams. Like, so there's like this, there's like a, a level of like um, trauma that happens when something terrible happens. And so I almost wonder if like you astral projected to that, that stepmom. I will, like, or where the murder happened. I wonder if you would be able to like visibly see something like this, like you could see that something's off, like something terrible happened or something. I don't know. Not that you, that that's evidence. You can't put that in a court, but I don't know. That's fascinating. Uh, so tell me some of your experiences with astral projection. I, I'm really curious about this stuff and like, what, like, yeah. Okay. Just go. Sorry. Sure. I asked sure. too many questions. Well, I started doing this when I was 14 years old. Which was uh, 22 years ago, and so um, my first uh, experiences were pretty standard. Um, I would float out of my body. Um, I would. You know, did you do this the... on purpose? Sorry, or would, did this just kind of happen naturally? Yeah, it was intentional. Intentional. Um, okay. I I came across a, a website back then uh, about astral projection, and it was my my introduction to to the concept to the practice and i thought it was so cool i I wanted to do it myself and uh, i found a technique and within a week i was out of my body and so yeah um in these er early days um i was projecting into the the lower dimensions which is pretty typical um it usually takes a, a bit of practice and and development with this practice to be able to to access uh the, the higher dimensions and so the, the lower dimensions, like, like I mentioned before, typically look a lot like the physical world. Uh, a lot of times they're, they're dark. So like, it seems like it's all, always night. And, uh, and so I would float out of my body. I would see my room around me. It would look pretty much the same. And uh, I would, you know, float out of my window or through the wall and uh, just, you know, fly around exploring. I had no particular um goal or intention i just wanted to to see what was out there you know in these early days and you know it wasn't until a little bit later that i started to actually um you know make uh goals for my for my travels and try to really um you know penetrate deep into into uh discovering um you know certain things and so one um interesting and you know for me frightening uh, aspect about my my initial experiences was that i would often encounter shadow people or shadow beings and they would just be standing right next to me as i would float out of my body and uh yeah they were really frightening and um you know in the beginning they would they would scare me right back into my body and, uh, you know, over time, I started to realize uh, they weren't going to hurt me. It seemed like they just wanted to scare me for whatever reason. And so um, I learned to to essentially just ignore them and continue my, my journeys. And, you know, with, with time, it, it seemed they existed in, like, the lowest dimensions. And, and so with time, I began to project directly into, into higher dimensions. And so I would completely bypass uh, the, the realities that they exist in and I stopped encountering them. But, uh, 
yeah, that was uh it's always shocking to see something like that for the first time, especially because I didn't expect it. And these things were huge, like seven feet tall, just like sinister looking. That was what I was going to ask. What did they look like? Yeah, just like a huge, dark, like silhouette. Like um, they they didn't have a really clear uh, form or outline. It was like, like a little blurry almost. And um you know, a lot of times they would just be standing there just facing me, but sometimes they would they would come at me like they were trying to grab me or something. And uh, yeah, I, I never really had any uh, communication uh, with them. That's what I was going to ask as well. Did you ever try to communicate with them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it seemed like they never really tried to communicate with me. And I, I didn't get the sense that they were like overly in, intelligent entities. Mm. Um, you know, I've had many experiences with many other types of, of beings, uh, out of my body. And, um, you know, I, I've had communications and, you know, I got a real sense of, of intelligence and purpose from a lot of other types of beings, but not from these shadow beings. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that was, you're answering all my questions before I asked them. So I was going to ask about other entities that you've met. That's fascinating. Uh, can you describe a few of these guys? Like uh, yeah. particular ones that, you know, left a lasting effect or said something that you like carried with you. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of experiences with entities that look like aliens, like gray. Like the classic gray. Aliens. Uh -huh. Interesting. Particularly one group that uh, had a light orange skin. And uh, they essentially stalked me for quite some time. I would, I would shift out of my body, and they would be just there around me. Um, sometimes just one or two, and sometimes a, a whole group of them, like surrounding my bed. And uh, these guys were pretty sinister. Like they radiated with this this energy that just just felt it felt evil. Um, and, um, yeah, this was way more frightening than, um, the, the shadow beings because I could tell like these guys had a purpose and, uh, you know, I could tell their intentions weren't good and it took a while before I was able to be comfortable enough around them where I allowed communication to take place. Um, but yeah, I had some creepy experiences with them like this one time. Um, well, I'll give a little pretext to this one partic particular experience. Um, sometimes you will project from the physical dimension into the astral dimension, but you won't actually be separated from your body. So um, essentially the, pr the projection of your consciousness takes place before um, your astral body separates from the physical body. So you'll be laying in meditation and then you'll enter um, this really deep state and your consciousness will um, tap into the astral dimension. So then you'll be, you'll be laying in bed, but you'll be perceiving the astral dimension. And this is essentially um, sleep paralysis. A lot of people have this mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of people will say, Oh, I saw a shadow person or an alien or a demon during sleep paralysis. And uh, a lot of times they don't realize they're actually 
um, seeing these entities in the astral dimension. They're, they're not looking into the physical dimension anymore. And so during a lot of these experiences, I'll, I'll see these, these aliens. And uh, so this one time, um, this alien was, was over me, like standing over me. And he bent over and reached his hand down into my mouth and its arm all the way into my throat, like almost like penetrating into my stomach. Like his whole arm was just like down my esophagus. And this wasn't my physical body. This was like, you know, in, yeah. in a, another dimension. But but I felt it. It was so real. And it was such a freaky thing. And uh, we don't know their biology all the way. Let's hope that that was his arm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky he he went in through that hole and not another. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, I'm dead serious. And uh, something really creepy about these particular entities was was that, he one of the gray, one of the orange gray guys? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Um, they seem to be almost uh, mechanical in a sense. Um, hmm. like their movements, um, tended to be really like jerky and stiff and just unnatural, almost like they, they had a robotic element to them. Um, you know, like sometimes I would, I would enter the astral dimension and, um, I'd have one of these, these aliens just looking at me straight in the face, like bent over right in my grill and its head would be jerking like side to side, like it, like it had some kind of a twitch or something really unsettling. And, um, so when you've communicated with these guys have, what, what did you feel like their intention was? Cause you said that you felt like it was a negative intention. Have they, have they ever like communicated with you and told you like, kind of like what their intentions are? Like, uh, were they, were their were they negative or were they just kind of misunderstood? Um, well, um, during my communications with them, um, I, I got two things out of them. One, um, they're after, uh, knowledge, um, learning, understanding. Um, and two is that they, they track me and, and they showed me, um, some technology that they have. They showed me technology they have for like accumulating, um, knowledge, and they, they show me um, this other technology they use uh, to track me. And, uh, you know, I assume to, tr to track many other people as well. And uh, they're not tracking my physical body. They're tracking my, my astral body. And uh, it kind of makes sense because they always seem to know exactly when I would be having an out-of-body experience because they would be there. And, uh, and so I never... Um, I never got the idea that uh, they were, you know, positive entities. And from the communications, I didn't get anything negative from them either. Um, I guess more just uh, neutral, you can say. It didn't seem like they had positive intentions. Um, and, you know, depending on your perspective, um, you know, their their actions, um, you know, could, could be considered, um, you know, negative in the sense that perhaps um their their purpose um doesn't really respect or give consideration to um other entities they're just after what they want and um they sound like humans to me yeah sure so yeah, yeah. like from the perspective of 
of an animal here on earth like a human can seem evil and uh so I, you know that's that's how it could work with these guys too you know to us they seem evil because you know they abduct us you know they would they would pull me out of my body like against my against my will and uh yeah they don't seem to to care much yeah yeah absolutely they don't um the our you know i mean i i think about humans using like uh like why in the hell do we need to know if lipstick can hurt someone's eyeball? So like we put rub lipstick in a rabbit's eye just to see what happens and things like that. Yeah. Um, and this is all for knowledge and things like that. So, I mean, yeah, the grays, their, their intentions just sound a lot like humans, like uh, for science, you know, there's not a lot of empathy in science and sometimes we need that, I guess. And then, because we need to know certain things, but uh, also, you know, the science can be pretty dark. Yeah, but you know, on the other hand, I've had encounters with with other types of entities that look like aliens, um, different groups of aliens, you can say. And uh, from some of these, they they were um, they're really advanced, really intelligent, um, and really um, empathetic. You know. Um, would you say that these guys like like so i don't know I, there's no way to there's no way to describe the higher uh, higher i guess realms but like so where would you have put so out of one out of a hundred where were the orange guys at like like so these these more empathic uh entities that you're reaching are they at even higher levels of consciousness than these orange gray guys is there something to that it's like the I mean, the more evolved, kinder, more empathic. Are they at these higher, highest levels and things like that? Or, yeah, exactly. That's essentially how it works, right? You know, the the nature and the quality of of your own consciousness uh, will be attuned with particular um, levels of these higher dimensions, right? And uh, yeah, so um, in these higher realms, you will encounter entities um that that reflect that that higher state of consciousness and so yeah um I, i've had experiences with with certain entities that have uh, revealed things to me about um who i was in in past lives and other lives uh, you know and um yeah i you know i would I would experience a telepathic link from these entities and it seemed like knowledge and information and, and even memories and experience were like directly downloaded into my consciousness. And so like just in, in an instant, I would, I'll be bombarded with all of this, this knowledge, these memories. And it was like an instant understanding of an aspect of, of myself and, you know my own consciousness my own experience that i was like blocked off from before and yeah some of these experiences are just beyond words uh, incredible interesting man yeah that's really fascinating um let me see i had a bunch of questions here for you let's see here what do you okay i guess that's what i was going to get to next is something like um do you believe in God, a God, 
has this affected your your thoughts like since this has have like has this like strengthened your belief in a god or has not you know as you know tell tell me like do you think that there's some highest realm up there where there actually could be a creator or some something that would be like god or is this all like what is this what what where are we what what do we live in yeah um <laughs> i mean this is from uh, my first hand experience um and when you start to to access these dimensions that are really high up there well essentially the higher you get in the spectrum um the more of these um revelations uh, you experience firsthand um and so in, in these highest dimensions um you'll experience a, a direct connection like a unification um with god and and yes i've experienced the fact that uh you know god is real there's a god there's a creator and um uh, and you know you you experience um the, the nature um it's like you 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 for that experience you're you're sharing like this energy, this consciousness, and it's just beyond words. But you know, um, essentially, all the the typical things you'll you'll hear from someone who tries to describe what God is, you know, love and bliss and just all of that stuff. And but this is experienced to such an extreme that it's it's far beyond anything you can ever experience, like in this physical world. And you know, during some of these experiences, it seems like your identity is just like disintegrating and um, and you can actually forget like who you are because what's actually happening is you're remembering who you truly are as a spiritual mm -hmm. being. And, you know, you're remembering, you know, who you were before this life. Um, and, and as you um, access these higher dimensions, you experience the fact that like, these are actually like um, your true home. It's like, you, you came from these higher levels and it's kind of like uh, we come down here to this, this lower dimension to, to get this experience and, you know, this unique opportunity of learning for, you know, the purpose of, you know, spiritual evolution. Cause what you experience in these higher dimensions is essentially like heaven, you know, just constant bliss. And the thing is like, there isn't a lot of learning that can come from that, you know, even though it's such an incredible experience, like, you know, learning comes from challenges and, and hardships and things like that. So, you know, that's essentially why we're here down in this, in this physical world, you know, for the time being, but um, yeah, to answer your question, um, you, you experience, um, you experience God, right. And you experience um, your connection with, with all of consciousness and, um, there's also something um, called the higher self and the higher self is, is who we are as um, conscious spiritual beings, like at the highest level of our current state of um, evolution, I guess you can say. And so who we are as these physically incarnated personalities, individuals is actually just a small aspect of a much larger entity of consciousness. And, you know, most people aren't aware of, of this higher level of who we are. <clears throat> um, but, but you experience this in these higher dimensions. And, um, 
and just that experience of of being this this higher level entity um is just far beyond anything that you could ever conceive of yeah absolutely dude um so i definitely i taking a lot of notes here uh so something that you had said um well, okay, so you talked about like these lower entities there, right? These uh, shadow beings, and then there were, you know, different beings and different beings, and then there's these higher beings. And one thing that had crossed my mind was like, what does that say about humans that we're down here at the bottom? Uh, but I guess maybe we're in these lower realms because we are these spiritual beings experiencing a physical nature right now, right? We're like in this meat suit. Um and so I was going to ask, like, what are humans? And you you touched on something that you said, like, sometimes when we're out of our body and we are back at these higher levels, we remember who we are. Do you think that we are like, uh, are we almost like in our larval stage? Are we like, you know, like young spirits that have to like evolve and grow and learn? Like, is this is this like, are we in school right now? Is that what this physical realm is? And uh, we're supposed to learn lessons from it, things like that. What are your thoughts on, on any of that stuff? Like, are we star seeds? Are we like from these higher, are we these little spirits from these higher realms, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, uh, this, this experience, this system of reality, the physical world is uh, just a experienced uh, opportunity to, to learn and, you know, from my understanding, my experience, that's why we're here. And, uh, you know, star seeds, you know, I don't know. A lot of people put some definitions with terminology like that. I try to stay that's away true. from that. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. And so, yeah, like, um, from I'm the perspective, from Mars, but, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. From our perspective, like me and you just here sitting and talking, you know, we're focused, locked into this physical world. So, you know, from our perspective, we we may seem like um, an entry level spirit, you know, but uh, like I said, we are actually um, a, a small portion of of a, a much more evolved uh, consciousness, and and at this highest level uh, that we exist as as consciousness, this high, higher self, uh, what you experience, um, what it's like to, to exist at, at this, this higher level. And, you know, with this comes all of this, um, like knowledge and insight and understanding that, uh, it's really hard to actually take that back, like into, um, you know, this level of reality and kind of reint reintegrate uh, that experience like fully. And so from these experiences, a lot of times there's kind of like a, a shadow of it that you, you can't quite put your finger on, but like in the experience, like there, there's almost like this, it's more than even just an intuition, but just like a state of knowing, like, you know, like you have these revelations um, and you experience this elation and bliss that comes from having this higher level of, of knowledge and, and evolution. And, um, it seems like when we're back in the body, we're blocked off from that. And, you know, that's essentially by design. 
How much of that can you take back with you? Do you remember, do you forget a lot of like knowledge and wisdom that you receive from these higher entity beings? Or do you feel like you carry a lot of it back with you? Yeah, a lot of it seems like it's kind of um, not like, meant for this world. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 somewhere in this like this deep recess of my mind that I, I just can't access, but it's there. It's like, you know, it's there. <clears throat> but some things you do take back, you know, um, particularly uh, things that um, we can understand using, you know, physical concepts and our past experiences here. Uh, you know, in this world, because that's essentially how we make sense of anything, you know, from our past experiences here and kind of. So, you know, things that you do take back that I've taken back from these higher level experiences are, are things like the fact that, um, <clears throat> you know, we are these um, actually enormous entities of consciousness um, and we're kind of um, probes in a sense like you and I, everyone, we're just probes for this, this higher entity, consider the higher entity, like, I don't know, some kind of organization, organization consists of, of many agents, and we're these agents, you know, coming into this world for a particular purpose to, to bring back what we bring back. And, um, you know, other things like, you do remember um, the, the states of of bliss and and unification and um you know insights such as um you know there's a god like i have a higher self like um i i'm one with with all of creation like in these experiences that kind of stuff um, you can bring back and you know other things such as um when you're at the level of the higher self you experience the fact that you are just one particular incarnation of this higher self but there are many, many others. And it's not so much like a reincarnation where, where we die and then we're born into a new body, but the higher self, it's almost like a simultaneous process that, you know, from this highest level that it exists at, it's essentially beyond time. So it's not like a, a linear um, event, right? So from this, this level, it sends these probes into all different, places and times throughout history to have experiences to accumulate this knowledge and learning and, and experience. And so you experience the fact that, well, I'm also this other person, like, and when you're at the level of the higher self, you're all one, it's all one consciousness, even these other completely different individuals with their own individual lives. Um, you know, on this level of the physical world, it seems like we're completely separate people. But at this highest level, um, uh, we are one. And um, it's, yeah, it's truly incredible. <laughs> Interesting, man. So, I mean, that, that man, that did a lot. So I'm trying to think now, because like I was thinking about like an individual, like an individual's journey, right? Because you had mentioned uh, reincarnation. You'd mentioned that like past lives and things like that. So um, your spirit had been here before, maybe inhabiting a different meat suit, uh, something like that, right? So I, I sometimes think about like life being um, like you have to keep repeating these lessons, I guess, until you've learned like whatever you're supposed to be here for. But you were saying that 
that we are almost like probes from this higher collective like God entity. And so we're down here like accumulating knowledge and things like that. So is it almost more like something like an Akashic record, like that maybe that's what God is like this consciousness of like all these different experiences and different thoughts and beliefs and ideas. And, and that's what we're doing here. We're like adding to that collective, like there's no time. So they've just sent us out to this. So that's, that's an interesting thought. Why are, why are, do we, periodically join the collective and then come back down and then join the collective and come back down. And so we just happen to be uh, probes at the moment. Is it something like that? Or like, do, what are your thoughts on any of that? The idea of, of kind of um, joining the collective and then coming back down, I, I assume you mean coming back down, like into a new Here. body, to a new body, a new, yeah. a new life. And that would be more along the lines of, I think, the the typical uh, reincarnation where, you know, you you're, you die and then you're born into a new body. And that mm -hmm. hasn't been my experience. And I, okay. I mentioned before, um, you know, um, having revelations from these entities about like um, a past life or yeah um, another life. Well, this one particular experience, um, it, it wasn't actually a past life. It was okay. I'll, I'll explain the experience. Um, this this entity. I was with this entity. I was out of my body, and um, it was essentially some kind of alien. And uh, this telepathic link opened between us, and I, I received this download of of knowledge and, and memories and past experience. Well, not past experience even, but experience. And uh, it was revealed to me that in another life. But it's, it wasn't a past life. It's a, like a simultaneous life. Like I'm concurrently living multiple lives. And and like I mentioned, um, essentially, it's it's connected through the higher self, right? So another aspect of myself, which you can consider to be the higher self, um, is having another life um, in another system of reality as this this alien. So... Like in another life, I am this alien, and uh, not only that, but but the entity that was that was with me, that was uh, revealing this stuff to me, um, was um, very very close to me. I experienced this this bond, and we we had this uh, this relationship that was so strong and powerful. And then, um, yeah, so I experienced all these these memories from this this other life as this other entity. It was such an unusual experience, but uh, but then this this being came up to me, just approached me, and wrapped its arms around me, and I experienced like this explosion of bliss from like inside my chest, and it uh, it just exploded through my entire being, and it was just such an incredible experience, and uh, and yeah, so. That wasn't like a past life that I had before this one. It's like um, they're they're happening at the same time at this at this higher level. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so do you do you have any uh, thoughts about reincarnation? Do you think that we got a one go here? Is this a a YOLO? Um, well, you know, I, I think it's possible that. Um, that, that we could come back. Um, but I don't think it's, um, necessarily, um, like a requirement. 
Um, I, I think it depends on the individual's, um, you know, their their needs in terms of um, what kind of, you know, growth and, and learning that they still need. And uh, yeah, you know, I've, uh, I've done a lot of research, you know, beyond my own uh, personal experiences. And, you know, um, I, I've heard certain researchers, certain explorers, um, they say that, you know, we don't come back personally. We essentially continue into higher and higher dimensions until we reintegrate with the higher self. And, yeah. um, and, and the idea of coming back, it, um, it's just unnecessary because we actually share the experience with all of these other incarnations of the higher self. And, uh, and so th there's actually no need um, because once we get into these higher levels, uh, it's all one. Right. And so um, it, it's just totally unnecessary. But I've heard uh, others say, you know, uh, we, we have the choice. And, you know, the Buddhist line of thought is like, uh, this is just the way it is. You're reborn uh, against your will. You know, it's just the nature of things that I don't agree with. Mm. OK, that's curious. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. So uh, what if you're a bastard? What if you're a real bad guy? What if you're Hitler? Does he get to keep climbing up the realms or does he get sent to a, is there lower frequencies than, than where we're at? You said this is the base, but is there, are there lower frequencies? Are there lower levels? It, like, is there, or is there, okay. Another side of this question could be, is there actually anything that is good or evil? Like, is it all, because it's all one, like, is that just another experience? And that's just another, like, is, like, is there, and if we are just like spiritual beings inside of a flesh suit, is it so bad? I mean, this is a horrible question, but like, is it terrible if I kill another person? Cause I'm just liberating them from their flesh suit. Like, I don't know. What are what are your thoughts on any of that? Like, yeah, is there good um, and evil? Is there lower levels? I guess is what I'm asking. And are you like cosmically punished for being a bad person? Or is there even such thing as a bad person? So sure. anyway, so that's a lot. But tell me what your thoughts are. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in, in good and evil, in morality. And I think um, it's kind of ingrained into, um, you know, a deep level of, of who we are, where we essentially uh, already have a notion of that before even um, being like educated about it. You know, it's almost like a intuitive um, type thing. Um, but um yeah you you kind of pointed at a lot of different things there so um let's go with in terms of um you know being a bad person well, what happens well um like i mentioned uh, the the state and the quality of your consciousness will essentially uh dictate um where you go when you die Right. And it also, you know, it also just dictates where you go when you have an out-of-body experience, because in that state, you're essentially uh, just consciousness and your consciousness will will attune to uh, whatever level it resonates with. So if your consciousness is at this lower frequency, then you will resonate with a lower dimension of reality. And and so it's almost like a, a like attracts like type situation. And so. Um, in whatever particular reality uh, you are attuned with, well, 
you'll also be, uh, you know, in this reality with other individuals who are also attuned with that, that same um, level of energy. And so consider someone like Hitler. Well, I, I would imagine he's like the lowest of the low, uh, but um, he's, he's going to be, um, you know, surrounded by other, you know, insane, evil people. And, uh, and that's going to be his reality um, in these higher dimensions. Okay. You, you asked something about that too. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. And, but so imagine you're in a, in this, you're locked into this, this realm with all these evil people and that's all there is. And so who are they going to commit their evil acts upon one another? And so I would consider that hell, you know? And, and so in terms of, you know, what's going to happen? Well, um, you know, in order to, to break free from any particular, particular level or, you know, to, um, gain access to higher and higher dimensions. Well, this comes from being able to accelerate your own level of consciousness to a higher level. And so what that requires, you know, there are certain qualities that um, correspond with these different levels. So like the highest levels that they correspond with like love and, um, you know, compassion and, and these higher states of, of being. And, you know, the opposite is true with the lower realms, you know, hatred and fear and all these negative emotions. Right. And, um, and so, you know, it's, it's typically really difficult for someone who has been in this lower state for so long to suddenly just break free from that and be like, all right, now I'm going to experience love. I'm going to have compassion for these people. Uh, so, you know, in order for them to, to move beyond that lower level, that's essentially what it would take. Now, in terms of like these dimensions being like lower than um, the physical, well, the physical dimension is essentially the the densest um, level, right? And so you can consider the lower and the higher dimensions in non-physical reality. Well, by definition, they they exist like higher on the spectrum simply because they lack this physical density. So you know, the state of their, their energy and the vibration, which they attune to is going to be, uh, higher, like lighter. They don't have this physicality, you know, uh, but yeah, these lower dimensions, you can consider them, um, essentially hell levels, you know, and the higher ones, they can be considered heaven just cause they, they have these qualities and characteristics that we associate with these terms. Interesting, man. So what are your thoughts on, okay, so I have several questions. Uh, so what are your thoughts on ghosts? Are, is that essentially that that's us, right? I guess like us in a higher or higher realm. Like, so let's say I'm a real bastard. Let's again, we can use the, we can use Hitler as an example. Do you think that he is one of those shadow entities? Like one of these just low, dumb, dark, evil things that just kind of just sit there? And just they've lost all humanity. There's not much thought to them. They're just their darkness is what's left. They're kind of like a husk. Um, well, I believe a ghost is essentially a, a person who has some kind of strong attachment to this physical world. And so when they die, uh, they cling on to that and uh, they're not able to um, 
to move into into higher levels uh they're they're stuck at at the dimensions that are like just slightly above this physical world so uh, you know it's essentially like i like i said like these these lower astral realms appear to be essentially duplicates of the physical world and uh and they're so attached that they they stay at this this lower uh dimensional level and uh so i think it's not necessarily a matter of like being a, a bad person, but it's more about, um, you know, having some kind of really strong attachment. And this is kind of hold, holding them as close to the physical dimension as possible. And, you know, so some people say uh, they, they have a ghost sighting and uh, it could be some type of maybe um, bleed through experience where, you know, the, these, these ghosts, these deceased humans are uh, so close to the physical dimension they're essentially like trying to get back into it because you know that they they want to to be here for some reason and um and that may be it i've had experiences um with with ghosts over the years and uh i had this one experience where um i moved uh my wife and i had moved into uh, a condominium and the previous owner of this place had recently died. It was an old lady. And uh, I woke up one night and uh, I was in like a deep meditative state. And I, I kind of shifted um, into the astral dimension. And all of a sudden, there's this, this ghost lady. And so I'm laying on my back and she's essentially parallel to me, like hovering over me, her face like up in my face. And she was just disgusting looking like she, she looked uh, transparent, like a typical ghost. Uh, but just her physical features were just disgusting, like rotted flesh and uh, typical nasty horror ghost appearance. And uh, and I realized that there was some kind of um, energetic um, sensation on my side. And I looked down and. And it was like this stream of, of energy was like entering my body from this this ghost lady. Like she was almost like sucking energy from me. And uh, she became aware that I was aware of her. And she opened her mouth and she just let out this screech. And it was really terrifying. And um, I, I kind of snapped out of it and, you know, went back into my body and um and and later i i made this connection like you know we're living in in, in this this condo apartment where uh this lady who knows how long she lived there for she had just died and you know we've we had other experiences in that same place where my wife would wake up with with hand marks on her arms like someone had been squeezing her arms for like an extended period of time, these red hand marks. And we had no explanation of, of how they got there. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't my hands. It wasn't her hands. <clears throat> and we we had other unusual experiences like that. And, you know, we put the pieces together. And it seemed likely that this could be some kind of a ghost haunting situation. Interesting, man. So I've got a few, just a few more questions for you because I know we're getting close on your time there. Um 
so one thing I was going to say is like when you saw this lady and this gross, disgusting, rotting corpse was on top of you, like absorbing your energy. Have you discovered anything that you could use to defend yourself while you're in these realms? Are there like psychic weapons? Can you like push her away using like energy or higher like frequency? Is there, is there anything that you found that like, can, is, can someone defend themselves in those, in those realms? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, what you just mentioned uh, is is pretty much it. Uh, higher frequency, <clears throat> and so what what I learned was that um, if I was able to to cultivate uh, a higher level uh, of energy, um, which I would manifest through um, through love. Essentially, I would cultivate uh, this this energy of love within me, and I would project that out. And uh, what this would do is it wouldn't repel whatever uh, entity I was I was encountering, but it would actually shift me into a higher dimension, um, you know, which was beyond whatever lower level entity uh, I was encountering. And so it's essentially a way of, of removing you from that situation rather than removing that entity from, from you. Gotcha. Okay. Another just on top of that, just because it, it just occurred to me, it was like, if you had stayed there and let her feed off of you, what do you think could have happened? Uh, well, I've had experiences where I was essentially attacked by uh, some kind of entity while out of my body. And that resulted in um, a physical injury. And, uh, you know, the, the, the less serious experiences, uh, would essentially just be, um, you know, a feeling of pain in my body, um, mm. and for, you know, um, different periods of times, you, you know, usually like the, the less extreme, um, cases, yeah, let's say I would, I would be grabbed by some, some malevolent entity while out of my body. Well, in that experience, while out of body, I would feel uh, strong, deep pain in my astral body. And, and I would get back into my physical body, and I would still feel that pain. The pain would be in my physical body, um, you know, the same exact place, um, you know, for, let's say, a couple minutes. Um, but like a more extreme case, like this one time, um, I was attacked by this entity, and uh it latched onto my neck and it began sucking energy out of my neck. And, and, you know, this time it was, it was kind of hard to break free. It was like, it seemed to be a pretty powerful entity. Uh, but you know, I got back into my body and, uh, the next day, um, my neck essentially seized up at the, the same exact place. And, you know, I I've had neck strains every now and then over the years, you know, sometimes you wake up, a weird position and and you can't move your your head because you know the the muscles strained well it was like that times like a hundred it was it was the worst pain i had ever experienced um from any kind of of neck injury and uh and there was no uh, reason for it um you know other than uh the fact that i had this encounter while i was out of my body and you know the same side of my neck the same place um, that's where the, the injury happened. And, you know, typically, uh, a, a neck strain, 
let's say from going to the gym or sleeping in a weird position, uh, it would bother me for a day or two, but this was like an entire week. And it was, it was a pain that was so much stronger than anything I'd experienced from that kind of injury before. And it was just a direct correlation with that. And, uh, you know, just other experiences of, of experiencing physical pain resulting in the same place from some kind of, uh, encounter while out of my body. Uh, you know, it was clear to me there is, uh, there's something happening there. And so, yeah, I always recommend people, um, you know, be cautious and, you know, try to stay away from, from like unknown entities, you know, definitely don't like call out to entities, um, especially just blindly. You know, I've had experiences where, um, I'll, I'll make the request, uh, come take me out of my body and, and I'll be taken out of my body. Um, but it's not by, uh, a benevolent entity. It's like during some of these experiences, um, they, they hurt me in the same way. Like they'll grab, grab me by my legs and pull me out of my body. And where they're grabbing me, I, I feel pain, like real pain. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, things like that, you know, gotta be, be, uh, be on the, on the lookout and yeah, just be, be smart about it. Gotcha. I got two more questions for you. Uh, one, I guess, is here. So when it comes to these psychic beings and their connection with, uh, so they're at these higher realms and different things, but people can experience them like you're, like you're saying, like that thing that was on your neck sounds like a vampire to me. You know, that's that, that idea there. Um, so when people, I, okay, so how do people experience these things? So like when people say they have like a sighting for like, let's say Bigfoot, or let's say they have a sighting for an alien. Are these other higher dimensional beings that they're that they're seeing? And can these higher dimensional beings come down to our level and affect us while we're at this physical level? Like, could could like let's say somebody has like some debilitating disease, could that be a being affecting them? You know, like. Mm -hmm. What are your yeah, thoughts I, on any of that in the physical I, realm? I, I think it's possible. I mean, from my own experience, uh, I, I've experienced the fact that the physical body can be affected from from these higher uh, levels of reality. So, yeah, I definitely think that's the case. I mean, in terms of Bigfoot sightings and aliens, um, I think these could be physical beings. Um, you know, the fact that I've had so many experiences with aliens out of my body, well, I never expected that before. I had always thought that aliens were just physical beings you know from other planets or whatever um and uh, and so it the fact is they do exist and operate in higher dimensions um now the question of whether they're also physical beings well that seems likely just because of so many experiences of other people being physically abducted or having physical encounters so it seems likely that they um, they're able to, um, to operate in multiple levels uh, of reality. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I mean, the whole thought right now with, uh, with aliens has kind of shifted and, and Bigfoot is now shifting too to these thoughts that these creatures could be interdimensional. And so I, my, my whole thought is like, maybe, cause like there's those, those people that experience like a lapse of time, or they saw bright light and then then they remember what happened later and things like that. Oh, maybe they 
shifted out of their body and didn't realize it, you know, something like that. Or they could be at the very next level where they could see some of these beings and not know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's an interesting thought. It's uh, yeah. Well, you know, actually a lot of alien abduction uh, reports do seem to be actually astral projection related mm-hmm. experiences. Um, you know, a lot of them will report, uh, being paralyzed, like sleep paralysis. And then they'll, they'll see some kind of aliens in the room. Maybe they'll experience um, kind of be, being um, taken from their bed, maybe like flying through the roof or, you know, being being taken in some way by these entities. And um, the thing is, if you don't have experience um, in these other states of consciousness, you know, uh, astral projection and, um, well, the thing is, during these experiences, you're fully lucid. You know, it's no different from being aware of this physical world. You know, you have that same level of consciousness. And so uh, it's very possible to be out of your body and not be aware of being out of your body. Um, and so I think a lot of these experiences, uh, these people are are being taken out of their bodies, but they don't realize it because everything else about the experience um, you know, seems the same in terms of their perception and the level of awareness they have. Uh, they just think that, um, you know, they're, they're being abducted um, into, you know, a spaceship in the physical world, <clears throat> when in reality, uh, they are actually um, being taken into a, another dimension of, of reality. Interesting, man. So my very last question for you was, have you had any experience with psychedelics? Do you think that when people are taking psychedelics, because they describe something like people that take DMT or something or ayahuasca, they'll describe these like machine elves, they'll describe these like entities, these beings. Do you think that this is like something that like, without consciously doing it, you, you're like physically making yourself explore these other realms? Are, is this something similar that they're experiencing? Or are they something completely different in your opinion? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I prefer to have these experiences naturally just because um, you have complete control over them in the sense that, you know, if you're going to take a, some kind of uh, psychedelic, uh, well, you know, you can't really pull out of that experience until, you know, the, the chemicals fade out of your system. And, you know, with the out-of-body experience, you can essentially uh, abort ship at any time. And so... Uh, I, you know, I always um, have preferred, uh, you know, the the natural route. But yeah, I do think that uh, through uh, certain drugs and psychedelics, um, you can tap into um, real uh, valid uh, dimensions of of reality beyond the physical world. And there are so many, um, you know, reports of of uh, just elements of these experiences. Um, that are so similar between so many different people who haven't even communicated with one another. Uh, it just seems likely that there's there's something real happening during these experiences. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've had some interesting experiences myself. Never done the DMT or the ayahuasca yet. I've done my weight and psilocybin. I've had some pretty amazing experiences. Uh, well, uh, Vince, this was a lot of fun. This was really interesting. Thank you for joining me. 
uh, and answering all my crazy questions. I probably ask you different questions than more serious <laughs> folks. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I hope you had a good time too. And do you want to tell our audience again one more time where they can find you and all that good stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you can find my book on Amazon.com. I'm sure we can uh, link it in the description. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can find me on, you know, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, all that stuff. Uh, my username is Vincent Field Author, just one word. And uh, I'm actually developing um, a video series right now um, with instructional um, uh, lessons, you know, uh, techniques and methods that you can use to to induce these experiences yourself. And, you know, all that is also provided in my book. But, uh, you know, I, I also wanted to to provide this this means of, um, you know, sharing this information with people who maybe aren't able to to, to buy my book. And so, yeah, the, the videos, you can find them on my social media accounts. So, yeah, um, get in touch with me if you ever have any questions, you need some help with something related to this. Um, I'd be happy to help. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you.